Renovate is a weekly conversation where Elizabeth and I, with others, discuss biblical principles. Through Renovate, we want to share with you all the truths we have learned in God's Word that has brought success in our lives, while at the same time learning from you. Welcome to Renovate. So, one of the things that I have always wondered uh, when looking for vision or searching for vision is where do you start? What does it start with? Because, let's be honest, I don't know if you have, but I've had a lot of dreams, a lot of uh, vision, a lot of things that I'm like, oh, I'd love to do that, I'd love to do that, but then it's like, it just kind of dies out. And I'm like, man, you know, what? why is that? Why is it that we, ha- got, we have these big dreams and they're obviously God-given or they wouldn't even be there, the desires that are in our heart. So what is it that keeps us from doing that? Well, I believe that it's revelation. Revelation of knowing who you are. Revelation of who to lean on to stay consistent in accomplishing the dreams that are in your heart. And knowing who gave you those dreams and desires. Mm-hmm. Because in Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, you want to tell them? Yeah, the Bible says in Jeremiah 29, 11, uh, the Lord tells the prophet, he says, Jeremiah, before I formed mm-hmm. you, in your, sorry, that's Jeremiah chapter 1. <laughs> in Jeremiah 29, 11, God tells Jeremiah, I know the plans that I yeah. have for you. I think, I know the thoughts I think towards you. They're plans, they're thoughts to prosper you, that's to right. give you a future and a, and a hope. So just as God uh, revealed to Jeremiah that he has a plan for his life, God has a plan for your life. God has a plan for my life. He is the author and finisher of our faith. Before we existed, before um, you come out of your mother's womb, God's plan for your life existed. God doesn't have any questions concerning you and concerning me. He has all exclamation points. Mm -hmm. God's not wondering what he's going to do with our life, Elizabeth. (laughs) He knows exactly what he wants to do, how he wants to do it. He has the blueprint Mm -hmm. for our life and so if you want to know where to get vision from you need to go to your creator you need to go to the one that has a blueprint for your life and that is God Almighty and you can access him through his son Jesus Christ through foot and faith in Jesus Christ and and once you're born again Mm -hmm. you can approach God's throne you can pray to him you can talk to him have a relationship with him and he will reveal his beautiful plan for your life. God has a big plan, large plan for all of that's us. That's right, that's right. And uh, in Proverbs 29, 18, it says, my people will perish for lack of knowledge. And that can pertain to many things in life. But since we're talking about vision, I believe that um, so many people in this life perish because of lack of knowledge of knowing who they are and what was in their hearts. You know, I once heard someone say that, uh, you know, where do you see the most potential wasted? The, a graveyard. There's so many people who have gone on to be with the Lord that have totally lived a life without fulfillment and without accomplishing anything that was in their heart because of multiple reasons. Um, I read a statistic, and it was very sobering. It says uh, three years after people retire, they die. I was like, what? Retirement, you know, I'm thinking you worked so hard your whole life to finally get to this point, and then it's like, bam. Something just happens. Well, what is it that happens? Well, when you have no vision, you can't help but to die on the inside. Because where there's no vision, there's no purpose for life. 
And so that's the reason why, Brandon, that people, you know, they die is because they have no vision for their life. They think that, well, you know, my identity was in my job, and now that I've retired from my job, I have nothing to look forward to anymore. And it's like, no, it's just the beginning, especially when we've been promised eternity. Can you imagine all that the Lord would want to do through you if you would just allow Him in this life? And so, yeah. It's yeah. A, a perfect example of that is... Uh, we all, all need vision. Vision is very important. Elizabeth uh, just quoted where she discovered that a lot of people actually yeah. die after they retire. And it's because they fail to, uh, to, to spend time in God's presence, allow yeah. God to give them vision for their latter, um, their latter years. And yeah. so vision gives motivation. It gives passion. It gives people a reason to live. Listen, if, mm -hmm. if you're in a place in life where you're, you're kind of giving up on life, you, you don't know where to go, what to do, you're at a crossroads, you're the, the waves of life are taking you here and there, and you're, you're here one day, you're there the next, you're, yeah. you're, you don't know where you're going to be. Tomorrow you have no direction. You need to spend some time yes. in the presence of God. You need to, you, you need to uh, turn you on some worship music, That's right. get quiet, get still, and say, Lord, here I am. I need wisdom. I need direction. And you need to seek the Lord. And Jesus said this. Jesus said that if you will seek the Lord, you will find him. That's right. If you will knock, the door will yeah. be open. If you'll ask, you will receive. So I'll encourage it. Hey, you need to, there's been seasons in my life where I've had to get quiet because I had no yeah. idea. I felt like um, I felt like a nomad in, in a wilderness looking <laughs> for water, you know, and didn't know where the water water was, didn't, didn't have a compass. And so I had to get alone, get quiet, and spend some time with the Lord. But that's challenging, right, especially when we're so busy. We've got that's right. a, 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 life can get loud. You can have so many voices. Your emotions can tell you uh, so many things, and, and it can get crazy and confusing. So you got to learn how to shut Shut the noise out, get along, get quiet with the Lord, and, and get some information. You know, I'm, I'm reminded of the story of Mary and Martha mm -hmm. in the Bible. Oh, yeah. Mary and Martha, they were two sisters, and they had an honored guest coming over to eat dinner with them. They had the king of all kings, <laughs> above all kings. Yep. I mean, the creator of the universe in the flesh was coming to eat dinner with them. What a responsibility, what an honor. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says that Martha was very anxious. Yes. She was worried, and yes. she was going around cleaning, you know. Like a spray cockroach. Like a spray cockroach, <laughs> just slamming doors, you know, trying to get stuff ready. Yep. And when Jesus got there, they were behind. Martha was still working, preparing the food, trying to get things in order, make it perfect for the Lord. And Mary decided that she would sit at the feet of Jesus and just rest That's and right. receive from him. Mm -hmm. And Martha actually criticized Mary because she thought she needed to be up cooking and cleaning and working and helping her prepare mm -hmm. for Jesus. That's right. And so she went to Jesus and said, hey, you know, here Mary is, I'm working. And Jesus had to get on to her. He says, hey, she shows the, the better thing. She, what she's doing is what needs to be done right now. She's receiving instruction from me. When I'm in the room, right. the best thing for, for you to do is just sit out, rest, relax, because he is the Prince of Peace, yep, and, right. and, and receive instruction. Mary knew that the best thing she, she needed to do, uh, the most beneficial, was to sit at the feet of Jesus so she could get instructions 
so she could get wisdom, yeah. so she could get direction. And let me tell you, uh, you cannot hear the Lord when you are anxious. That's right. You can't. When, when you're anxious, worried, fretful, a lot of times, especially when, when you need direction and don't have it, it's very easy to get anxious and get fearful. Yep. And that's where the devil wants you because you can't hear the, the Lord because he speaks in a still, small mm-hmm. voice. Yep. He speaks to your spirit, man. He does. And so if you're going to hear God, you've got to get quiet. You've got to make a decision that you're not going to be anxious, that you're not going to fear. Tell fear to go. Fear go in the name of Jesus Christ. I may not know what I'm supposed to do next, but the Lord does. And I'm going to get I'm going to get quiet. I'm going to worship the Lord and God will give me direction. You you got to speak to fear. That's right. Fear is a spirit. Anxiety is a spirit. It is. You got to speak to fear and anxiety. Tell it to go, leave you. Turn on some worship music. You start worshiping the Lord and God will bring you direction. Yeah. I still remember when you got anything cuz I can keep going. <laughs> go ahead. I still remember when I was um, you know, I, I was mid to late 20s. I was ready to get married. Come on, somebody, because <laughs> I'm a Christian man trying to do things the Lord's way, right? <laughs> I knew I was calling into ministry, and I, I was ready for a wife, right? <laughs> so I'm praying, seeking the Lord uh, about a wife. And I, I remember when I, uh, uh, anybody, anybody ever Facebook stalked someone? You know what I'm talking about where you went to the profile, looked at the pictures, uh-huh. like, oh, yeah, she's pretty. If you say you haven't, you were lying. <laughs> Repent. <laughs> so so I, I was in Dallas, Texas my last year there, and I, I knew of Elizabeth but didn't really know her, and I ran across her profile page, and I, um, or maybe your picture come on my news feed, and then I went to your profile. I don't know, but all I know is I was like, man, she is beautiful. And so I saw her news feed, saw that she was all about the Lord and stuff. So you know what I did? I brought Elizabeth to the Lord. I got quiet. He slipped I, in them DMs later, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you, know, you know I sent a message and said, hey, how you been? Just want you to know I'm praying for you. you know. <laughs> praying for yeah, you to want me, please. Trying to slide it in there. But, but, uh, but you know what I did? I, I, I needed direction in that area because I, I had that desire, but I needed direction because I, I wanted God's will for my life. That's right. And, and so I, I prayed. I said, Lord, is, if... If she's it, let me know. If not, then let me know. You, I want you to know that night I had a dream, and God showed me in a dream that uh, Elizabeth was going to be my wife. And even though a lot of times I doubted that dream because things in the natural did not line <laughs> up. Like the first time I asked her to be my girlfriend, and she told me no. You know no, what I'm saying? So no, I was like, is no. that dream true, Lord? Did I miss you? <laughs> you know, um, so anyway. So the Lord showed me in that dream, and that, that dream gave me direction and gave me the motivation and the confidence to continue to, to pursue Elizabeth, even in times where it, it looked like it wasn't going to happen. Uh, but, uh, you know, if you'll get caught before the Lord, God will give you direction for your life. It doesn't matter what area of life you need direction, you need wisdom, you need advice. God, it's his plan. That's right. He has a plan. You, you have a good plan for your life, but God has the best plan for your life. He does. Because you can only see what's in front, of, in front of you, but God can see 10, 20, 100 years down the road. That's right. And you know what? When it comes to dreaming and having vision, God wants us to be impossibility thinkers. And where that comes from is Hebrew 11. It says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those 
who diligently seek Him. And so what does that mean? Faith. When you're dreaming, obviously you're not seeing it in the natural. You're not seeing something tangible. You're seeing something in your heart and in your mind. But what does it take for that to manifest in there? It takes faith and it takes being an impossibility thinker. And I want you to know there is someone who is a prime example of that. And I'm pretty sure everyone knows who that is. Walt Disney. But yeah, but where did it all come from? It started from a dream. It started from vision. It started from a place where he said, I want to think outside the box. I want to be something more than the norm and what everyone has seen. Um, I read something about him uh, recently, and it says that he would call meetings with all of his staff. This is a good leadership tool for all of you who have businesses and you're an entrepreneur. Uh, he brought his team together, and he told them to dream, to dream big. And so he would go around the table, and he'd tell all of them to talk about their dreams and what they envisioned and he said okay is it something that we can attain right now well yes he would say well you're not dreaming big enough I want us to do something that is bigger than who we are at this moment that is something that we cannot attain on our very own but it's going to take everyone working together for one dream one vision and it's going to happen and um I saw this quote from John Maxwell. You want to write this down, I'm telling you. It is something that I have lived by um, since I heard it um, to keep me motivated, to keep, uh, keep the vision in sight. Um, it says, the secret of your future is hidden in your daily routine. I'm going to say that one more time. The secret to your future is hidden in your daily routine. That's John Maxwell. He is an amazing leader, has written many books, speaks to all the big corporations around the planet um, about leadership. He's a man of God. And so, to me, that says that uh, Habakkuk 2 is a true thing, that it says, write the vision, make it plain. Though the time might not be now, it will soon come to pass. He's talking about vision. He's talking about dreaming. What is it that God's put in your heart? What are the things that you feel like you want to accomplish? You need to write it down. You need to have it in front of your face every single day. You need to think, what am I doing daily to work towards this thing I want to accomplish? Whether it's you uh, going to school, starting a business, um, losing weight. What are you doing every day? Are you working out? Are you reading books? Are you educating yourself on what you want to accomplish? That is the key to your success. That is the key to you accomplishing what is in your heart and your uh, resolutions and your goals. It's what are you doing daily to work towards that? And that is putting your best foot forward to what you can put your hands to at the moment to work towards the goal in mind. Yeah. So the first thing, you have to get in God's presence. That's right. You and the Lord, you have to become one. You have to seek God for wisdom, God for advice. God will put his desires in your heart. God will give you a vision. God will give you a dream. He'll make known his plan for your life. Mm -hmm. But once God starts showing you things, he gives you a dream. He gives you a vision. He starts speaking to your heart. Once, once God starts showing you things, next you have to write it down. The things that the Lord shows you, until you write it down, you, you'll never accomplish it. That's mm -hmm. the very first uh, step. Um, you know, a lot of people think that uh, God's sovereign, and if, if God wills it, then it will happen. But that's not true. God is, is sovereign over His Word. Okay. He's responsible to carry out His Word. He created you and I, has a plan for our life. He gave us dominion over the earth. But until 
we we take instructions from him That's we right. write it down we start declaring it over our lives and start walking towards it we'll never ever accomplish it oh, I, I hear a lot of people say i'm waiting on god i'm waiting listen you and i we are not waiting on god the bible yeah. says that jesus is seated right now at the right hand of god that he accomplished what he's what he came to this earth to accomplish. Now he has given us the Holy Spirit right. to empower us to be his church, to do his will on the earth. It takes our cooperation. We are his co-laborers, the Bible says, meaning that we work with Jesus right. hand in hand, the Holy Spirit leading, leading us and empowering us mm -hmm. to do what, what he wants us to do. He is the head. We are the body. But until we start moving forward, you, you'll never accomplish what's in your heart. What is it? That God's putting in your heart. What what is your gifts? What are your talents? What is it in life that brings you fulfillment? What do you enjoy doing? What do you love doing? And and you and and, and people have to have to um, you know pull you away from it because you enjoy it so much. Yeah. Well, that's a good indication that may be uh, that that may be uh, what you're called to do in life. That may may be part of your purpose. That's right. Because it brings you fulfillment. Because it brings you um, joy. But uh, you. You know, you need to discover that. You need to write your vision down. Put it somewhere, like Elizabeth said, where you can look yeah. at it every single day. Um, that way, you know, when you get discouraged or when life doesn't, uh, is not lining up with your vision, uh, you can go back to what you've written down and encourage yourself and say, I will. I will become a doctor. I will become a lawyer. I will plant that church. That's right. You know, I will get married. I will have a godly uh, marriage one day. I will have a beautiful family. That's I right. will have, you know, uh, a bunch of children for the Lord. <laughs> no, wh whatever that vision or dream is, you write it down, you declare it over your life every day, and it will come to pass. Um, and just like Elizabeth said too, if your dream is, if it's not impossible for you to do, apart from the Lord, like if, if you don't look at your dream and say, that's absolutely impossible, but with, but with God, it is, it is possible. If you don't have that response, then your dream's not, it's not a God dream. No. If you can accomplish it in your own power, then it may be a, a good idea, a good dream, but it's not God. Yep. True fulfillment comes when you, when, uh, you see something come to fruition that you thought would never happen. God told Moses, he says, Moses, look, I'm, I've raised you up. I know you're 80 years old. I know you're, yep. you're, you're, you're old. I know you, you thought that you, you were at the end of your life. But, hey, you're just getting started. I have a mission. I have an assignment. I have a purpose for your life. I'm going to use you to be a deliverer for millions of people who have right. been in slavery for over 400 years. And you know what Moses said? <laughs> God said, I'm going to use you. I want you to go talk to Pharaoh. I'm going to be with you. God, you know what he said? His response was, Lord, you sure you got the right guy? I stutter. <laughs> There's no way I can go talk to Pharaoh. You know, I, I think you got the wrong guy. Well, that's the natural fleshly response when God comes to you with his purpose for your life because it is it was larger than Moses, yeah. you know. But thank God Moses surrendered and yielded to the Lord and God uh, used him and accomplished something great. Right. Brought millions of people out of um, bondage and slavery that took place for over 400 yeah. years. And just to uh, piggyback off of what you said earlier about how you know, we're, we're not waiting on God. He, he's waiting on us to move, to go. Because uh, He can open up the doors, but if you're standing still, you won't walk through them. And you've got to remember that, uh, that you're to not expect any different results if you don't do something different than what you're doing now. 
if you're wanting that's to, insanity that's insanity that is the definition of insanity doing the same thing over, over again expecting yep. different results if you're wanting to find a spouse get out do something different don't get stagnant and content with where you are quit it's, going home friday and saturday night and on your recliner watching uh as a, as the days go by <laughs> or whatever soap opera you watch mm -hmm. God has more for you than go that. Go to church. Get get in a young adult ministry. Yes. Go where people are. And and it, if it's to accomplish uh, a weight goal or uh, attain something physically, go to the gym. Do something different. Even if it's not easy, it'll be worth it. Even if it's something little, whether it's five push-ups a day, ten crunches a day. The thing is, you don't have to start out big. You can start out little to accomplish a big dream. Mm -hmm. And the biggest thing is starting. Starting. Start, start somewhere. Start now. Uh, 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 start, uh, yeah, write your vision down, but uh, start with a small attainable goal. Yes. And then go ahead and start with that small attainable goal, and once you accomplish it, it will give you a sense of accomplishment, and it will give you the motivation and, and, and the encouragement to, to continue on. So the hardest thing to do, though, is start. Nike, right? Just do it. Just, Just do, do it. it. Just do it. And God will order your steps, and God will empower you and give you the grace to accomplish everything that he's put in your heart. Listen, you're not alone. God lives on the inside of you. The Holy Spirit does if, if you are a believer, and he is working in and through you and with you. Greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. That's, that's how right. you can accomplish it because God is in you, and he is giving you the empowerment to do it. He's doing it with you and for you. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah, amen. And you need to know, this is something that I've, I've even struggled with, um, is thinking that the things in my heart are too far-fetched that God can't use, whether it's something in the arts, whether it's something in the marketplace. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. You need to know that if it's in your heart, then God can use it. God can, he used a donkey. If he can use a donkey, what's to say he can't use you in the fashion world? What's to say he can't use you in business administration? What's to say that he can't use you in the collegiate athletic world? The thing is, is that he's put those desires in your heart. But if you discount that as far-fetched or God can't use it, then you know what? He won't be able to use that through you because you didn't go after it. Mm. God has a beautiful plan for your life. It is important for you to spend time in God's presence so He can give you fresh vision for this year and for your life. I hope you were so encouraged with today's message on vision. Brandon and I want to thank all of our partners who partner with our ministry with your prayers and finances. If you would like to become a partner, you can subscribe to our newsletters on our website at www.thebrandlife.org. You can give your financial gift online on our website or by mail at P.O. Box 87, Douglas, Georgia, 31534. Please make checks payable to The Brand Life. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization. All donations are tax deductible. Thank you again for listening. And remember, you were created on purpose for a purpose. God bless you.